0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Victoria Nikolaeva. I'm a digital marketing professional and I will be providing you with bite-sized marketing tips and tricks. On the previous episode, we had discussed the four major content categories, words, videos, images, and sounds. This week, we'll be focusing on the first major category, words. We will look at some of the main types of content that fit into this category, some overlaps, as well as the best practices for each. The type of content I will be primarily focusing on are those that are or can be used in marketing. Now I might have missed a few types of content that fit into this category, and if you happen to think of any, please DM me on Instagram. Number 1. Ebooks Out of all the different mediums listed here, this will be the biggest one. The great thing about eBooks is that they can position you or your company as the thought leader in your industry. EBooks allow you to go in depth on your chosen topic and provide significant value to your audiences. Some of the most important steps to consider when writing an eBook include selecting engaging topics, creating enticing titles, conducting intensive research, and strategically outlining your projects. You must take the time to fully research and really get familiar with your chosen topic as well as plan out the structure of your content. Otherwise, you risk wasting your time as well as alienating your audiences. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is that it is a great way to add significant value, enhance authenticity, and position yourself or your company as a thought leader. It takes a long time to plan and create, requires an intense amount of research and planning, and benefits strongly from promotion. Number two, white papers. This is a piece of content that is often overlooked. Very similar to ebooks in the sense that they require a lot of research as well as time commitment. White papers require more research than ebooks because they are meant to be more educational. This content is not meant to be entertaining. The goal of a white paper is to provide factual as well as educational information regarding a problem and its solutions. What makes a good white paper is its density and length. White papers should contain a thick amount of information, which in most cases includes data, graphs, and charts. This is not the type of content that your audience should be able to easily skim through. You might be wondering, why would anybody want to read this? Those looking to learn more about a particular industry or solution would love to find well outlined and informative pieces of content such as this. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is that it is a great way to provide significant amount of information for your audiences. The ideal length of a white paper is six to eight pages and it should have a serious and educational tone. It is a great piece of content to convince your customers that your solution is worth exploring. Number three, case studies. This type of collateral is often overlooked because they're not as sexy as some of the other types of content on this list. However, that is a shame because case studies are one of the most effective types of collateral materials that a marketer can provide. The stigma behind case studies is that people often think they are dry and boring. That really does not have to be the case. Case studies have the potential to be exciting and engaging stories. A case study is usually a story centered around the customer's journey. It starts with the protagonist, the customer, who experiences a problem, conflict, slash plot, and often overcomes it with your solution, product. One thing to keep in mind, a good case study should never focus on the company, but rather the customer. What makes a great case study is how accurately and fully it encompasses all the trials and tribulations that the customer has to overcome to find their solution. Some key takeaways to keep in mind for this type of content is, is a great way to add authenticity to your product slash service. It's important to be authentic. A case study should not sound like an ad. You have to, well, you don't have to, but you will benefit from following the classic narrative arc. You have to also make it about the customer. And a tip is to feature customer interviews because it is a great way to add genuineness. Number four, instructional guides. The importance of this piece of content depends on your industry. If your product or service that you offer is complex, then you should consider crafting an instructional guide. This will help you secure your leads and ensure that they're benefiting from the full experience of your product service. When writing an instructional guide, you must keep your audiences in mind. When proofreading your guide, navigate through the same steps that your audience might when reading it. Combining instructional guides with visual elements such as pictures or videos can be incredibly helpful, especially when the subject is very complex. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is that it's important for complicated products and services. It significantly benefits from visual aids such as videos and images. It should have clear instructions that are easy to follow and it serves as a great way to secure existing leads. Number five, blogs. When thinking about content for this category, this is the most obvious type that comes to mind. Websites such as Medium, WordPress, or even Tumblr are great avenues to explore when it comes to this type of content. When selecting a topic, you're bound to find an audience for anything, whether your business is working in the realm of entertainment or something a bit more dry, such as insurance. There are ways to create engaging content for audiences who will love them. In terms of difficulty, it honestly depends on you, and I'm not talking about skill. It is important to realize that one of the biggest setbacks a content creator can have is being compelled to strive for perfection. Once you get rid of the notion that perfection is achievable, you will be able to write freely and wholeheartedly. This type of content is a great way for a business to relate to different audiences, provide value, create a community around certain topics, and encourage curiosity towards their products and services. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is that there are many online platforms available for this. You can explore and select the one that is more convenient for you. There is an audience for every topic. Striving for perfection is a setback. Use this medium to deliver your truth to your audiences. You should also revise your content with friends or online software such as Grammarly or Hemingway or both. Reading makes you a better writer, so make sure to explore the content of your fellow bloggers as well. Number six, emails. You can use this medium as a means to provide your audience with additional information as well as promotions. There are many things to keep in mind when it comes to email marketing. You need to be certain that the people you are emailing want to be contacted and that the information you are providing is of value to them. There are laws in place such as can-spam which warn marketers not to spam or disseminate misleading information via email. Key elements of good email marketing include enticing subject lines, great preview text, and clear as well as personalized copy. The great thing about this medium is that you can benefit from being able to speak directly to each customer. By tailoring your content, you will be able to provide valuable and relevant information to the right audience at the right time. Some key takeaways to keep in mind include that you need to take heed of email marketing laws, then you need to spend time crafting great subject lines and preview text, and you should keep your copy clear and concise, as well as Email is a great way to nurture your audiences by connecting with them individually. Number seven, microblogs. Are you intimidated by the prospect of writing long-form content? Have no fear, microblogging is here. This is an excellent way for a new writer to dip a toe into content writing. It can also be useful for writers who wish to practice brevity. You can find microblogging primarily on social media platforms. Instagram is a great place to combine quick visuals with a well-written short-form copy. Worried about the visual element? Don't be. You can use templates to feature bits and pieces from your microblogging pieces as a way of attracting potential audiences. There are many benefits to using this type of content. It is a quick way for your company to connect with audiences, provide them with value, as well as inject some short-form authenticity. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is that it's perfect for those who want to stay away from long-form compi or who want to practice brevity in general. There are also multiple platforms that you can practice this on such as LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also use templates on Canva as a way to replace the visual elements on Instagram, for example. Number eight, infographics. Here's where we start to see a lot more overlap with the image category. Infographics are an excellent way to share bits of information with your audiences in a fun, visually appealing way. The great thing about infographics is that they do not require a lot of work. All you need is a template, information to be shared, and minimal copy. Templates are easily accessible through services such as Canva. A best practice to keep in mind for this medium is the importance of staying on topic, as well as keeping the information clear and relevant. A lot of marketers make the mistake of overcrowding their information, which tends to distract the eye and confuse the reader. Overall, infographics are a great way for a marketer to showcase data and information in a quick, visual way. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is that that services such as Canva make this process a lot easier by offering you ways to create templates. Uh, You have to keep information focused and concise. Adding visual elements that are relevant to the copy is a great way to keep the audiences interested and infographics are a great way in general to quickly display fun facts and data. Number nine, quizzes. Maybe it's the 90s kid in me, but I love quizzes. They're such a great way to market products in a fun, incredibly interactive way. By quizzing your audiences, you create a shared experience. Not only do you benefit from getting to know your audience, but you also get to build a fun experience around your products and services. Think of BuzzFeed, bear with me on this one, and how they inject products from various stores into many of their quizzes. Audiences benefit from the thrill of learning about themselves while at the same time being exposed to new products that they might love. The key to writing great quizzes is in the title as well as the subject, and making it about the audience's self-discovery. Think of titles such as, how much do you really know about marketing, or which Hogwarts house would you be in? Their intrigue is based on our human need to know ourselves. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is to keep your quizzes about your audience's self-discovery. Keep your questions fun and relevant. Quizzes benefit greatly from visual elements, but are not 100% necessary. Keeping quizzes short is a good practice. The most common length that I found was approximately seven questions. And quizzes are a great way to get to know your audiences, enhance product discovery, and to create an interactive experience. Number 10, memes. This is a weird one because memes can be fun, but also very risky. They can be a great way to connect with your audience and increase engagement with your brand, as well as inject a bit of humor into your marketing. To do this type of content justice, you need to know your audience as well. The key to a good meme is to strike a fine balance between promotion and engagement. You need to tune your humor to your audiences. Another factor to keep in mind is trends. Memes are constantly evolving, and you will need to be certain that you're up to date on the latest internet fads. Typically, memes involve very little copy and are mostly visual. This is another example of an overlapping content medium that contains both words and images. Some key takeaways to keep in mind is that they require you to know your audiences really well, you need to balance between promotion and engagement, it's imperative that you keep up with the internet trends, and they are a great way to connect with your audiences, increase engagement, and add humor to your marketing. And that's it. These are the types of content that fall under the words category. When it comes to marketing, some overlap with images, others can be done entirely without any images. The great thing about these different types of content is their diversity of information as well as delivery. These are all excellent ways of connecting their audiences and are worthwhile to explore. In the next episode, I will be exploring the video category. I will be looking at the different types of video content, their best practices, tips, and add any additional value that I can provide for each medium. Stay tuned!